Bible has a great deal to say about the physical disease of leprosy. It was a scourge on ancient man, certainly a scourge in Israel, and it truly is a horrific disease. In this, the 38th edition of Sound Teaching, we're going to examine and describe the disease of leprosy and compare it to the spiritual equivalent, the disease of sin in the lives of man. In the fourth chapter of the book of Luke, our Lord makes reference to a narrative which first was contained in 2 Kings chapter 5, a, an account concerning Naaman the Syrian. In chapter 4 of Luke, in verse 27, our Lord said, And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet, and none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. And with this simple factual explanation, Luke informs us of one of the most dreaded diseases of Old Testament times, the disease of leprosy. It was to be dreaded because of its attributes. There were certain things about leprosy which frightened and disgusted the children of Israel and all of the ancient peoples. Leprosy is truly a loathsome disease. It's such an unclean malady that the Old Testament referred to its removal as a cleansing rather than a healing. Leprosy begins with a simple rising on the skin. A scab or a bright spot appears. Then the disease spreads over the body, sometimes becoming so terrible so as to cause portions of the skin and even an arm or a limb to slough off. The stench that accompanies the disease is almost unendurable. Besides its being so loathsome, it is also a contagious disease. Lepers were exiled because the people were afraid that the general population would be infected. Leprosy is a very deceptive disease. It takes several days to determine whether a sore was leprosy or merely a boil. Leprosy is a disease that is acquired. It's not inherited. It has a tendency to increase, slowly harassing and spreading on a person until death is welcomed. Another aspect of leprosy which scared the ancients was that it was totally incurable except by the power of God. Now, where we in modern times can utilize various antibiotics to cure the disease, those of ancient times did not have such a cure. In fact, as you note, again in Luke chapter 4 and verse 27, we are told that none of them were cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. There were many lepers in Israel at that time, but only Naaman was cleansed and cleansed by the power of God. The medicines of man's devices were of no avail. Only God could cure the disease. Now, leprosy is a physical disease. Time was taken as we discuss this issue to describe leprosy so that an analogy might be made between it and the spiritual disease of sin. For example, as we noted before, leprosy is truly loathsome, but so is sin. In fact, because of its nature, sin is more loathsome than even leprosy. And I think that we sometimes have a tendency to, to, look, to look too lightly upon sin. Our senses have been overcome and dulled to the point that sin no longer is abhorrent to us, but rather something that often is desired. We can't afford to be nice to sin. That's like trying to be nice to a deadly and poisonous snake. Other aspects of sin that compare closely to leprosy include the fact that sin is contagious, just like leprosy. 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter in verse 33, tells us, 
that evil company corrupts good habits. Being around those who are sinners can make a person come down with the disease of sin himself. And that's why the Bible pleads with the man of God to flee the very appearance of evil and to flee temptation and to resist the devil. Just as leprosy in its early stages can be very deceptive, sin also can hide under seemingly innocent guises. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 13 tells us to exhort one another, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Sin may seem innocent and benign in the beginning, but it soon shows its cancerous nature. Sin is also an acquired disease, as is leprosy. It's not inherited, as some believe. The concept of inherited depravity is not a biblical concept at all. In fact, in Ezekiel chapter 18, the Bible tells us that we must bear the consequences of our own sin, not the sin of our fathers handed down to us. This tells us that if we are careful enough, we can remain relatively pure. Just as staying away from those who have leprosy and anything contaminated by the disease and the germ can keep you from having leprosy, so too staying away from those contaminated by sin can keep one from catching the dread disease. Sin like leprosy has a tendency to increase. It may be slow growing, but grow it certainly does. Those who one day are committing small and unnoticeable sins will eventually be committing atrocities against God if the disease is not checked. Lastly, sin is incurable except by the power of God. As we noted from Luke chapter 4 and verse 27, the text states that none of the lepers were cleansed in the days of Elisha except for Naaman the Syrian who was cleansed when he followed the directions of Elisha, the prophet of God. Those who are familiar with Bible history know that Naaman was cleansed because of the miraculous power of the Almighty. So too, sin cannot be cleansed from man unless God's power is brought in as treatment. And so to conclude, Naaman was cleansed from his leprosy because he obeyed God's commands. The only way possible for any man to be cleansed from sin is by obeying also the commands of God. God has set up a treatment, a cure, for sin. Unless we bow our will to Him and allow ourselves to be treated by the precious blood of the Lamb, we can never be cured from the scourge of sin. This is something we need to think about. Thanks for listening to this edition of Sound Teaching. The Sound Teaching broadcast is brought to you by the West Side Church of Christ in Fort Worth, Texas. My name is Stan Cox, and I am the evangelist for this family of Christians. For more information about our congregation, or to find much more material for your private study, please visit our website at soundteaching.org. That's soundteaching.org. Until next time, we pray God's blessings upon you.